Hello and welcome to Case Reopen, your number one Detective Conan rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Treese, and on this magnificent episode, we have a full house of uh, people as everybody Yay. is here. Yay. First and foremost, the one, the only, Kyle Bradford. <gasps> oh, You're back. Me first? I am back. I'm here. What's up? How are you doing? Let's talk about Conan. Yeah, you you missed last week, but you're back. I'm glad to have you back. Yes. And we're going to get to see you meet Kato Kid for the first time. Is that how you say it? Kato? Kaido Kid? Kaido. Yeah, Kaito Kid. Kaito. Yeah, don't bring up my mispronunciation. We should have a Twitter poll. Sorry. <laughs> it's I'm interrupting. I'm interrupting. And then the great detective of the North... Colleen, how's it going? Hey guys, I didn't realize I'd be the second one. I thought it'd be dead last because I'm the woman. Damn. <laughs> no. You know that would be a very Tyler thing to do. She knows the show. I know. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you expect me, a perfect gentleman, to introduce <laughs> you last because of your uh, gender? Oh, do you really need to ask me? Why not first? <laughs> See, this is where we're at. Wow. Oh, here we go. This is where we're at. I see how it is. And then we've got Justin, the man, the myth, the legend. I come back to steal yes. the podcast's greatest treasure. Thank, what is that exactly? That. The the gem of Conan. I don't know. That's all I got. See, I always thought uh... Colleen was our greatest treasure. At least until this <laughs> comment about me being sexist. <laughs> well, that's your fault. You ruined now that. Now it's me. Now I'm the treasure. <laughs> me. <laughs> Kyle. Beautiful soul. It was it was I, Kyle, were, the whole time. You were introducing me, like, so. Kyle, you're like the false gem. You're really shiny, but like there's no, no value to <laughs> That's you. That's true, yeah. It's just uh, disgusting on the inside. Well, Colleen is very dull, but actually worth a lot. <laughs> oh my Colleen, god. I'm, I'm just, you're not dull. <laughs> it's so true, though. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You're magnificent. We're, we're, all, we're all magnificent. Before I get into more hot water here. And Colleen winds up kicking me like Ron did that. I will not forgive a woman's enemy. Hacha. See, I don't need I don't need that type of violence in my life. Uh, (laughs) The first episode we're covering is episode seventy-five, the Loan Company President's Murder Case. This originally aired on September eighth, nineteen ninety-seven, and Conan's hint is toilet. Sweet. Hmm. What a good hint. Just toilet. <laughs> yeah, toilet. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like that's not a good hint for this episode either. No, it's not. Because no. <laughs> the toilet's not even really important. Interestingly here. Like, enough, specifically. in the mm-hmm. remastered version of this episode, they changed the hint. Because I guess enough people commented on how oh. useless it was. They all complained. I was going to say, Kettle. what did they change the hint to? Yeah, that okay. that's literally the giveaway. So <laughs> much better. Conan introduces this case by saying, "Today's case is an impossible crime. Money is a great traveler in the world. Capitalism is it? Is it a great traveler in the world? And I mean, it's not an impossible crime because they solved it." <laughs> and in one episode so it wasn't that hard it's true yeah there's some hyperbole here 
Classic canon. Trying to be a hype man. <laughs> the episode opens with Kogoro and some friends playing Mahjong. And I gotta ask you guys, because I've tried to play Mahjong several times because it's in all the Yakuza games. I do not understand that shit at all. Do uh, any of uh, you guys know how to play Mahjong? I still need to learn it. I It's in Final Fantasy XIV, and I, yeah, I need to, I want to learn it, but I can never, like, sit there and grasp it, uh, before losing interest. Colleen, I feel like you have a lot of odd interests. Is Mahjong uh, one of them? I'm, like, the same. I have to learn it. I've only ever played, as most people probably, Mahjong Titan on the computer, which has, like, nothing to do with the actual Mahjong game. Is, is it, like, the matching one where you, like, match the two tiles to get to, like... And then you have to, like, make sure that you do it yeah. in a certain order or else you run out of matches. But uh, whenever I watch, like, other yeah. people well, play Mahjong, yeah. it, there's always, like, these instructions, like, to, for all the names, like, oh, this is what this means, and I can't keep up. Like, I have no idea what all the combinations mean and why people get excited for a certain one mm-hmm. <laughs> over another. Yeah. And like Kyle, you're you're Asian. Please tell me you know something about this. Uh, I'm here to report. I don't know shit about mahjong, but my <laughs> but my white dad does. He plays the hell out of mahjong. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, well, we know what our next guest is. Yeah, my dad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, respect yeah. to Kyle's you just, white uh, Kyle. Dad. Sorry, you're Can not we do like on the a phone podcast. a friend and get him on right now just to explain this mahjong thing? <laughs> yeah, my dad would be wilding over here. He'd be trying to talk about the impeachment or something. That sounds great. <laughs> about Kogoro's impeachment. Kogoro's impeachment? Yeah. <laughs> so while they're playing Mahjong, Conan is accidentally helping Kogoro win as he knocks down a tile during his turn. One of the men, Okano, then leaves and they discuss inviting the businessman across the street to join their game. We see the guy, whose name is Hida, in his office counting money, and they call him over to play. However, he hears a sudden noise and says that it'll be 30 minutes until he comes over. Conan offers to play until then, but then Ron storms over and she berates her father for taking a child along with him to gamble. She also refuses to play when asked, saying Mahjong is a lame and dark old geezer's game. What what does that mean? It's dark? (laughs) Yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) Oh, well, nobody cools playing Mahjong. Well, That's we'll find dark. out that it doesn't matter what she thinks because uh, she kind of likes it. Uh, by oh, I thought yeah, you were going to say she... something else. I thought you were going to say because she's a woman. Yes. I'm not Tyler. <laughs> that too. I'm not Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's coming down on me hard today. Jeez. So we learned that Ron's a lot of talk as uh, the scene cuts forward and Ron's suddenly winning at Mahjong and Having a blast playing it. That's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Ron. Yes. She has a lot of talents. Yes. Are you are you trying to yas queen? Yas queen. Yes. Yes, queen. Oh god. Playing mahjong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, Ron is queen of everything. So she is my queen. She really is. They didn't decide to call Hida again, but he doesn't answer despite the lights being on. They get worried and decide to take a look. They go and knock out his door, receiving no answer, and one of his employees, named Hisayoshi, asks them what they're doing there. He then unlocks the door to their office and says that he left his cell phone there earlier. 
He finds it and says that the president is likely in his private office. There's no answer and he doesn't have a spare key. So Kogura just like doesn't care. And he's like, I'll break down the door. And he immediately does so. I thought this was kind of like a quick, like, let's just break down private property. Escalated very <laughs> like, quickly. Yeah, they didn't even know he was in danger. Kogura's just like, shit, I want to break something. I'm drunk. <laughs> so, so he just destroys this door. Dude, he my really daughter wanted just to play beat Mahjong. Me at Mahjong. <laughs> you get heated. So he breaks down the door and they find Hida dead and covered in the money he was counting. I got to say, like, I've thought a lot about how I want to go out and like being surrounded by money. Like, that sounds a pretty cool way. Why am I not surprised that you said that, Tyler? (laughs) I saw the image of Hida in that pile of money. I was like, hmm, which one of the guys is going to mention this first? Uh, Was your answer the sexist one? My answer was the host, but, you know, whatever Mm. you want to be known as. (laughs) I think he's accepted being the sexist one now. His brand is well established. His brand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, they have those high school superlatives. I was most likely to be canceled. Before cancel culture was a thing? Yeah. Congratulations, Tyler. (laughs) I was ahead of the curve. How on brand of you. (laughs) Megury and the police then arrive and they pin the cause of death as being potassium cyanide poisoning. We then learn that the time of death was between 7 and 7.30. And Takagi reveals that it was a locked room murder case because the owner's keys were on a desk. That's an impossible crime. Gasp. (gasps) Ah! I'm glad Takagi's in this episode. Yeah, he doesn't have much of a role, but it's always nice to see him. Mm-hmm. You love to see it. They review security footage and nobody visited during that time frame. Two other employees then arrive, Fuji and Ino, who then learn about their boss's death. Fuji isn't very concerned, as she says, that scumbag's luck finally ran out. Is that how you would react, Kyle, if I died? For you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you took a reflective pause and then you're like, I had to yeah, think. That's exactly I had to search my soul, you know? I mean, yeah. at least he answered truthfully. I want yeah, you to I know, appreciate Tyler, it. as a friend. He could have said no, and then you could have been just like, oh man, that Kyle's a great person, while Kyle's like, dude, really couldn't, couldn't read between the lines. Uh, like subtweeting you right after this, like, yeah. oh, that scumbag host. All men are trash. (laughs) Kone notices Hisayoshi biting his finger, and he asks if his boss had any habits. We then learn that he would make money into a fan shape, which obviously everybody does, come on, and that he would lick his right thumb when counting money. Koguro asks who gave the money to the president, and he finds out it was Eno. Koguro immediately accuses him of being the culprit, and the police find poison on the bills, but only from the boss's thumb, so it doesn't seem like that was how he was poisoned. Fuji then reveals that she gave the boss coffee, but no poison was found on that either. The only other places that the police found poison were on the doorknob inside of the room, and the bolt right above it. Kenan believes that the boss must have left the room and touched something with poison on it, and then returned. Fuji then goes to make tea and is reprimanded by Megari for touching stuff, 
She then reveals that she used the bathroom as well. Eno then admits to using the bathroom and then using the computer. Kagura yells at her for smoking, so like this title badass. She then stomps out the cigarette and then blows smoke in Kagura's face. I love smoking her. Smoking is cool. Ah, uh, it is. It really is. <laughs> I get in. I get into an argument with Colleen about this every episode, but there's nothing cooler than smoking. Hold on, hold on. What about what about death? What do you well, mean? killing and smoking—that's like the ultimate woman. Oh, the I thought you meant woman. there's nothing cooler than death. I was like, what is he getting at? <laughs> I mean, that too, that too for sure. As they exit, they notice Hisuyoshi coming out of the bathroom, and they yell at the suspects to stop wandering around. This is a really fun scene where everybody just starts screaming at oh the God. suspects because they're just casually going around this murder scene, like upsetting the crime scene. It was hilarious. It, it doesn't happen enough, but like when it does, like this is exactly the reactions we should be getting. Or like people should be walking around. It shouldn't be always like, don't come in. And everybody is just like, I'm going to stand here like a good person. Like some people are going to walk away. So like getting this in the episode is, great yeah it was a nice touch would you make some tea in that situation the animation of this show is usually really realistic right but in i love it when they put in those little gags like Megara and kogura at one point had those like huge like anime style heads that when they were yelling <laughs> yeah. at all the culprits it was fantastic it's dk mode <laughs> and you answer your question freaks. yes of course i would make tea i need to feel good like this is horrible i need to warm up if i'm cold or gotta make tea for the guests oh yeah murder just happened make some tea hey hey that's in another room whatever if you're not gonna make tea after a murder occurs when are you going to make tea exactly ina then freaks out after the police touch his computer and fuji says that if the police touch the wrong keys they might see that data and find out she then accuses him of embezzling money and says that hisayoshi also wanted to kill the president as a client with a hefty loan ran off and he had to assume the debt. She then admits wanting him dead herself and that those who can't pay have no business borrowing. So this was the the scene we have in every episode almost where we learn that everybody has a reason and motive to have the victim dead. Always. The police don't find any poison anywhere else and accuse one of the three suspects to be hiding it. They then search everybody's belongings. Suspicious items include Hisayoshi's damp handkerchief, Fuji's damp handkerchief, and Ina's completely drenched handkerchief. I love how we had varying degrees of uh, dampness there. And I thought it would be really important, and it did not wind up being important. However, none of the items had any poison on them. They then take their items back, and Ron tries to take Conan home. But he then figures something out about the case. He then asks the forensics team a question about the fingerprints and then runs off to the bathroom. It's there that he finds something in the cabinet, which is bleach, and he figures out the case. So since Conan figured it out, I have to ask you guys, who did you think was the killer? Uh, let's start with you, Kyle. Uh, I thought it was the guy that first showed up with them who like was who left his phone inside because I thought he was coming back uh, at a weird time compared to everybody else. So he was who I thought. Also, how do you forget your cell phone in 1997? That must have cost like $15,000. Right? It's the rich man. They live a different life. 
What about you, Colleen? Oh, I, I thought it was the woman. She was the one that was sort of the most calm, cool, and collected, and she didn't really give a, a crap about whether she was you know, smoking or going to make tea and touching everything while it was like an investigation. So that was definitely suspicious. Yeah, I agree. Um, not for sexist reasons, but I also <laughs> suspected the woman. I was going to say, didn't you talk about this last episode, like where it always seems to be one, the woman, and two, it's always like the calm, collected, and like cool acting woman as well. It's like, come on, stop. <laughs> like, you don't need to do that all the time. Yeah, they definitely have a type for these anime originals. Uh, were you suspicious uh, of her as well? This is not an anime original. This is a manga one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's why oh, I geez. I was going to say it, it is, and that's why I knew who won it, because of reading it recently. Oh, I goofed. I, th- I totally thought this was an anime original. It has Jeez. that sort of feel, though, so I don't... Uh, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah wow. I feel where nothing's important. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I feel bad that I ruined it, because I wanted... <laughs> You wanted Kyle to guess? Yeah, I wanted to ask Kyle if I had known that was... I didn't even know if we were doing that anymore, so I just was like, screw it. You can ask him for the next one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For the hour-long special. Hour-long special. (laughs) Yeah, totally a fake one. It's just an anime uh, original episode tie-in with some other anime really who the character yeah, kid is. be important. Kagura then picks up Conan and tells Ron to take him home. That's when Conan knocks him out and Kagura falls right on top of him. How does he get out and of this one? They just hard I cut. Know. It's not fair. <laughs> like he falls right on Conan, so how does he get him into the chair? And Ron's he right there the whole time. The She's watching. <laughs> I know. He had to like drag his body. <laughs> I just, I just assume that Ron helped him. She's yeah, complicit now. Hey, Conan's really strong, man. Does he have the strength of an eighteen-year-old? No. no. That's will... why he has his superpower shoes. Oh, that's right. Yes. They already established this. And also, he's not like in some other he episodes where he's mass. Uh, in porn episodes where he's trapped and stuff and can't do anything. Although with his superpower shoes, I think his kick is more powerful than like teenage Shinichi's. Would it not be? Oh yeah, no, it's it like yeah, okay. way powerful. I mean, there's like electricity involved. Yeah, he's yeah, like raiding. He's yeah. Pretty overpowered. Yeah, but just on his little feetsies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he says that the culprit lured Hida out of the room, made him touch poison, and then lick it. <laughs> Licked his thumb. You lick it. You lick it now. You lick it. <laughs> you, lick it. you lick it good. Finger looking good. Oh god. Yeah, he gave him some. He put some poison on KFC, and that's how he got him. <laughs> I wish that's how it went. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Says it's one of the three employees. Megary wonders if it's the phone, but Kogoro says it isn't. Hisayoshi because he touched his phone with his bare hands and he has a habit of biting his nails so he might have poisoned himself he then suspects Ino's computer but that isn't the case as you can't be sure that Hida would have used his thumb we then hear a tea kettle going off 
And Megary goes out to inspect it, and then he turns the burner off with his thumb. That's exactly what the victim did before dying. The person that poisoned the president was Fuji. Gasp. Can you believe that a woman killed somebody? Never. That never I was, happens. I was so let down. It just becomes, it's become a thing now, so I'm like, damn. Oyama really is, like, sexist. I love that it was, like, a kitchen-related <laughs> Damn, you're right. Shit. <laughs> So here's Kyle, since I know you don't listen. Uh, me and Colleen <laughs> came up with like a reasoning behind why it's so many women. It's because they're not as like, so men are more powerful, you know, by def- like strength wise. Like, yeah, strength wise. Mm-hmm. So women, you know, Conan's not about just people strangling each other most of the time. It's all these elaborate things. Mm-hmm. So women have to make up for not being as strong with being smarter than men. So that's how they come up with all these genius murder devices and that's why we see them more often what's what's gonna happen if we run into like an mma girl and she just like clocks somebody in the face well that'll be the ultimate like trick because everybody will think it was a dude yeah but all the fighting girls are all on the side of niceness in this anime yeah that's true can you that work out or good yeah that's the message (laughs) i'm totally imagining ayumi doing that like, never. Because Ayumi sucks. No, Ayumi doesn't suck. Yeah, this, um, that's cold. Uh, wow. You know Why do you think good? Ayumi sucks? Because um, yeah, the, there's only one thing she's good at. And, and this is coming from somebody who pretty much read all the manga. She's very good at getting captured by the criminal at the end, and then be threatened with a knife so that criminal can leave. That's all she is good, good at. at that. But she's very good she's at also, that. She's a cute little girl. She has a crush on Conan. Um, she's a good detective boy member. Mm-hmm. I like her. She's like the purest member of this show. I'm t- yeah. I've taken offense for Ayumi. I know you, <laughs> you do, Aww. Kyle, because you I'll love you, the detective boys. <laughs> I'm surprised you even watched these episodes because they weren't detective boys episodes. Oh. Yeah, I thought about not watching them, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. got halfway through and was like where's Genta where is my son <laughs> I missed him last week Oh, yeah you should have showed up yeah he got stuck in a hole and everything I was eating <laughs> turkey <did>. leave me <laughs> alone before leaving the office she left the burner on so that he'd turn it off she intended on wiping the poison off tomorrow morning had to do it early after the body was found she asked for proof and that's when ron runs in with iodine he tells megary to put iodine on her handkerchief which they do and that's when they see the disappear her handkerchief isn't wet with sweat or water but it's wet with bleach she then admits to the crime and says that she killed him because he was a swindling stiff she says that her former boyfriend borrowed money from him and then killed himself after not being able to pay him back they ask her why she always says those who can't pay have no business borrowing. And she says that her boyfriend borrowed money for her as she has a weak heart and was hospitalized. He took care of her medical bills. And when she was discharged, she then found him dead. What a bummer story that is. Like you, you finally get out of the hospital. I'm going to go visit my boyfriend. And then you walk into his house and he's just hanging there. I'm surprised this didn't radicalize her in a different way. What what were you thinking? This should have made her like, you know, like some sort of radical leftist. But she just became a murderer. Instead, 
Yeah. Well, this was like the 90s. That's true. So maybe it'd be different oh, in 2010. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> she says that um, she then joined the company for revenge. She asked Kogura how he knew that she was the culprit. And he mentions that her left hand had been in her left pocket the entire time, except to turn the burner as she didn't want to touch the poison. Um, And she had been smoking the entire time. She then says that her boyfriend always told her to stop smoking. So it's fitting that she was caught that way. He must be laughing at me in heaven. She says, I don't think that's the case. He'd be like, because he seems like a really nice boyfriend. Not the type that would be like, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> you're going to die in prison. Stupid. <laughs> you won't get this. La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumbass. That's what I would do. You wouldn't laugh. You'd just say that. Yeah, I'd just be like, Fucking dumbass. <laughs> After the ending song, we see Kegger playing Digital Strip Mahjong. Because all of his friends stopped playing the game as it reminded them of the murder. The owner then remarks that it's odd that he brought Conan with him. But Kogoro keeps getting advice from Conan. And that's when Ron arrives and you think that she's going to like just go off on a rant and yell at her father. Uh, but instead she joins in and starts playing some strip Mahjong and she, she starts winning. And Conan uh, and Kegaro are just sitting there perplexed. So, what an ending! If Kogoro stopped doing things because of murders, he wouldn't do anything else in life, <laughs> like all his friends. Damn, that's so real. That's very true. Especially when he gets involved with actual like classmates and stuff. <laughs> like, oh man, well, can't do anything anymore because it just reminds me of my literal classmates. So. Sorry, guys. I'm just going yeah, to hold up in my house. Friends. You can't go out to eat. You can't go golfing. You can't do anything. <laughs> so, Colleen, did you remember much of this case? Uh, to be honest, not really. Uh, but in watching it, I felt like it was easy enough to follow along. Um, I, I like the cases where you kind of learn a little bit of something new, and I've didn't really know about that iodine trick so that was pretty cool but yeah i didn't remember the case at all yeah i thought that was neat and one thing i liked about this episode um even though it was like about figuring out who did it it was also about figuring out where was the poison located yeah so that added another layer to the mystery that i liked so i i enjoyed this case did you like this overall Overall, yeah, for sure. I uh, and another thing that I usually like in Conan cases is when Conan notices something and he'll say like, "Oh, that person has been doing this for a long time." And then in my head, I'm just like, "Okay, what? Who's the person that's been doing that weird thing? I didn't notice anything in particular." So it's kind of fun just to play that guessing game with yourself. Kyle, what do you think of this episode? I liked it a lot. Uh, I liked that it was what did they call these locked room murder cases or whatever yeah, yeah. sealed room murder case yeah these are fun um this one in particular i thought was really cool because uh the the introduction of the science element i thought was fun i wish conan did that more like that feels like something that like some sort of mid-afternoon you know kid show would do teaching us while also entertaining us that's what i want that's what i want yeah, i was gonna say you'll get like pbs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is also one of the very few sealed room murder cases where the guy actually sealed it himself. 
Fucking dumbass. And also, <laughs> you, dumb, got that, dumb. you got that uh, Conan, like, teaching stuff a lot more with the, probably the original, uh, not the original, the uh, official, like, manga episodes. Because he does, he does do that a lot. Because as the reader, he has to, like, kind of tell you, like, hey, this is why this is happening, or this is why this works, because you just, oh, yep, if they didn't say anything about Bleach, then you would have been just like, oh, she just somehow wiped it away, and whatever. Yeah, they definitely need more so like exposition because of being a manga. So, like, the original anime episodes, they slide away from that because they just have to quickly tell a story sometimes. And that makes sense. Like get it out because they don't have the uh, original material to go off of. Oyama's still a hack. What did you think of this case, Justin? Um, I, I liked it. Like, this is another one of those fun cases um, from the manga um, because of what we went over or what Colleen said a little bit, which is you're trying to look for the suspicious thing. You don't suspect the actual killer to touch the thing that is what made him kill himself with the yeah, poison. Yeah, that's true. So she touched it, so your brain immediately, like, nothing to do with it, because she would have died, or, like, you just don't think about it, because she touched it. And you, your whole thought process through the whole episode, then, is, well, if it's one of the other two people, or he did kill himself, or something weird, um, which is Another reason why I like this episode so much. We then get the next Conan's hint, which is Pearl. Wow, thanks. Uh, that's what the whole <laughs> fucking episode's about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. I kind of get like their hint. I I get what they're going for though. Uh, I'll explain it at the end of the next no, episode because I don't. I know. I know. It's just it's, it's literally the yeah. the point, but it's it's just funny. Uh, we then get to see some of uh, Takagi's personality for the first time, Colleen, as yes, he the says great that next time is special. Okay. Megari says, you aren't appearing in this one, Detective Takagi. And he goes, neither are you, de- Inspector. And Megari goes, Nani? <laughs> He's all shocked. And then some troublemaker on the nits here inputted Ron saying the F word, which definitely didn't happen. Hmm. hmm, I wonder who that was. Kyle. Kyle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you just throwing out accusations? Because it was you. <laughs> okay, all right. This time, this time you've got me. I, I don't think it was that hard. I think he'll get you the next time, too. Yeah. I'm like the villain. I'm the villain of the show. One of these times, Colleen's going to like do it and frame Kyle perfectly. Oh, and oh man, yeah, that's true. Wiser. Well, I am the woman. <laughs> They'll be hauling me off <laughs> to, to jail. I'm just picturing Kyle as just like the like the black silhouette fi- uh, figure man in all the episodes now. Whenever he does this. Just typing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're going to haul you off to jail, Kyle? Like, wh- what, the podcast jail? Yeah, that's where yep. I'm going to go. And I'll be, just be screaming, I didn't do it. So we then move on to what people probably tuned in for, which is episode 76, Conan versus Kato Kid, the one hour special. Uh, this didn't, uh, Conan went a week without airing. 
and then we got this on September 22nd, 1997. Is that a break music? Yeah, I did the thing from the show. Uh, it also oh, okay. sounded like a mixture of like the Solid Snake, like Metal Gear Solid thing. Oh, the 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 explanation. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah I, I, I I'm like, what, are, what? Metal Gear Solid Snake? Where is it? Like, I'm looking around for a box now, just in case. And then we need the sound Someone of a, do a door voice. opening. Oh, that's right. oh yeah, like the door opening and closing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly it. That's what I hear every time I open a door, Colleen. I didn't do that. That was me. Oh, wait, that was Colleen. Yeah. Man, Colleen would be able to kill us all because, like, they'll hear that sound in, like, a recording or something like that. And I'm they'll sorry, be like, that man, that was just a regular just door. so feminine, though. No, no, that was a regular door, Tyler. I, Colleen is the perfect killer. She can imitate everything. Wait, I'm so lost. I did the sound. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, it's, I'm surprised. It was very feminine sound. I love that Kyle's I like, the I, I wanted credit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this isn't fair. <laughs> okay, thanks, I guys. Made the noise. <laughs> yeah, it was totally me. I'm so good at making Jesus Christ. noises of inanimate objects. See, everybody. I quit oh. the show. And one, everybody can imitate Kyle, so like nobody knows if Kyle's actually wow, saying what yeah. he's saying yeah, right it, now. It probably was just calling the whole time. Your door sound was terrible. We were like sarcastically praising it, Kyle. Like, <laughs> Damn. Okay, now, now that you know it. Kyle did it. Okay, all right, okay. This is harassment. <laughs> this is harassment. It's a terrible sound. <laughs> It wasn't even a screech. It was, it was like the fucking door screamed as you opened That's right. it. Like it was alive. I don't know. What 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 vibe do you get whenever you see that <laughs> interstitial in Conan? I hear screams. <laughs> uh, you probably get that checked out. Oh, jeez. Uh, Conan introduces this case by saying, Today is a special featuring the Kato Kid. A showdown between the detective and the thief. LMAO. Somebody wrote. Who's purple? Kyle. Kali Kyle. He's a bad apple. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Are you the anonymous unicorn? <laughs> the anonymous? No one's going to know what that. The heck? Means. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? I'm so jealous. I want that icon. <laughs> uh, like the other specials, we get a brief overview of the series before the episode starts in earnest. We then see Ron hearing about Kaito 1412 who Sonico is just enamored with. She says that she wants Koguro to catch the thief and that the Baco Museum will be targeted as her dad submitted a pearl called the Black Star to it, which is said to bring good fortune. Hold on. I just gotta say. Okay. Sonico finally got something right. Kaito 1412 is amazing, and, ena- and you should be enamored with him. Oh, I thought so. you were going to say hot. Uh, yeah. Duh. He's fine. Nope. <laughs> He's what do you think, boy. Colleen? Well, he looks like Shinichi, so of course. Jeez. But I'll be totally honest with you guys. Um, I've got a bigger discussion about his looks in a second, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So whenever Sonico talks about Kaido Kid, I feel like I really relate to her because she's, she's well, she's boy crazy <laughs> to begin with. But when Kaido gets involved, it's like that much more higher. I don't know. He's, I mean, he's dashing. Are and you also boy crazy? And, uh, yes, maybe. Is, <laughs> is it because you, you think Sonico wants actually to get with Shinichi and is plotting the death of Ron in some way? Jeez. <laughs> All I never because thought of this. about it like that. No, no, and that's no. what the no. last uh, chapters is going to be is Sonico is going to kill Ron just to get Shinichi. Sonico is actually Kill. the head of the black organization. Oh my gosh. Wow. Got him. Well, I just, I can't relate to Sonica here because I am neither boy crazy or girl crazy. Ew. <laughs> that sounds okay. gross. <laughs> Are you like Sonicus. amphibian crazy? I don't know. <laughs> Amphibian. No, <laughs> amphibian. That was the a, only other option. A, You're either the into girls, boys, or amphibians. Damn, look at the ass on that fucking axolotl. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fuck this fish. <laughs> Sonica says that if the police catch him, they'll take him away. But she'll get to see his face if Kogoro does it. She wants to see what he looks like and bet that he's handsome like Harrison Ford or John Renault. She picked like the two most random people. Okay. So look up John Renault. <laughs> take a picture. Take a look at his Google image. Yo, he was hot. This in is Leon not a man of like traditional hands. He was hot in Leon the Professional. He's a good looking guy. Is he? In that movie. I looked at his. I didn't know who this guy was, and I googled him to see what he looked like. And this was a you picked a bad picture. You picked a bad picture. That's like picking <laughs> a current Harrison Ford picture. Look, look at no, Leon Harrison the professional. Ford's still handsome. Look at Leon the professional. I think I've seen him in, in some movies. He look. He looks. Yeah, familiar. but he's, he's impossible. Oh, that's where it was. Pink Panther. He's not that hot. He's in Black Panther. Pink Panther. Oh, that's a very different movie. <laughs> One. He was not the I'm token saying, white guy in Black Panther. That'd be so funny. Yeah, but no, like, which one? Like, the old ones or the one uh, with... The uh, one with Steve with... Martin. Okay. I, no. so I think I've seen that one once. He I looks fine anything. in Leon the Professional. He's got, like, those circle sunglasses. Does he look fine or does he look fine? He looks fine with three eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not that impressed. Wow! Like, if you're talking about like she's trying to bring up like one of the hottest dudes, I mean, she okay. goes we should also dude. we should also you know this was written by a guy, so it's not like you know this is not through the lens of a woman who actually knows what they're talking about. We don't we don't know this, and also it was the '90s. Like, can it you go back 90s. in time and remember like like super popular '90s actors besides like the big ones? No. Yeah, but Sonicu says uh, that it'd be nice if he has a face like Brad Pitt's as well. So, like, he's sandwiched in between Harrison Ford, a very handsome fellow, Brad Pitt, hot as all hell, and then it's this dude. Like, he's. It's just unfortunate. I feel bad for him. I do not want to diss Mr. John Renault. I'm sure he's a nice Frenchman. I really wish she would have said it like a, an even stranger name, like a, like Tom Clancy, you know? 
<laughs> Why Tom? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. What yeah, like no one Tom knows what Tom Clancy looks, like. looks like. She's just I mean, you're not gonna be able to find out anymore anyways. He's dead. So nice. Good job, guys. All right, Colleen, Hell what's yeah. your thoughts on He's dead. on Harrison Ford, Brad Pitt, and uh, Jean Reno? What's your <laughs> hottie power rankings here? Oh, fuck, murder, kill. We should do that. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh come on guys uh, well it is Conan so I feel like I'll killing is in the name alright so did you say murder uh, and kill so I have to kill two of these guys no 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 oh fuck Mary kill my bad I said murder yeah no. but fuck Mary kill oh Mary kill sorry um hmm. actually I Kyle you go ahead cause you sounded like you wanted to do it more I mean it seems pretty obvious you uh yeah Fuck Harrison Ford. Mary Hold Brad Pitt. On. What kill as, genre now? What age? Like eighties Harrison people? Ford. Yeah, like yeah, you fuck eighties Harrison Ford. At their Ford. peak. I think we have to look at them at their peak. Yeah, exactly. You marry I'd marry Jean Renault. I'd marry him. Oh. Yeah. Fuck you guys. He seems like the most. Why, why are you killing lot. Brad Pitt? Because he can't keep it he keep him he can't keep himself together. Because it's also Brad Pitt. What's wrong with Brad Pitt? He had that uh, meltdown with uh, Angelina Jolie, and she had to like take the kids away from him. Did he? Yeah, he's got problems going on. He was he was in a Quentin Tarantino movie. (laughs) What's wrong with Tarantino? Nothing. I'm just saying he's got stuff going on. (laughs) When did he have a meltdown? He uh he uh got a divorce. I googled it. I heard Angelina Jolie had a meltdown over Brad Pitt's Christmas kids. That's because you're sexist. No, I'm just, <laughs> this is what Life and Style magazine is telling me what's up. They're saying that Brad Pitt saw he the had, kids no, for part he had of the like day, a, and Angelina wasn't happy about. He the had movie. alcohol problems, and so like Angelina Jolie. Well, like, wouldn't you if you were married with to Angelina Jolie? No, have you seen her? In 2019, yeah, I'd have alcohol problems. You're ridiculous. How are you going to judge John Renault and Angelina Jolie? <laughs> You've gone mad. <laughs> gone mad with <laughs> podcast hosting powers. Jeez. Um, as they cross the street, Ron sees someone that looks just like Shinichi talking to another girl. She calls out for him and almost gets hit by a car as a result. But Sonica says it must have just been somebody that looks like him. Conan obviously is surprised to hear that Ran saw Shinichi and Shibuya. But she argues that she did see him and that it was really rude that he didn't talk to her. Koguro says that he probably got tired of her and tells her <laughs> to forget about that mystery freak. Damn. <laughs> Some sad what a supportive advice. father. Yeah, for real. That, honestly, like, I'd be telling my daughter that. <laughs> but let's be honest, Koguro says that all the time about the missing Shinichi. Like, yeah, you're nothing special. He probably got tired of you. Shinichi ghosted everyone. I would think he's a bad guy if I was Rayan's dad. He didn't go to Gossa, so we all know who has exactly. The, he loves the most Agasa. important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a little gross. She says that he must be right, as he was walking with another girl. Conan tries to defend Shinichi, and then gets a death glare from Ron. Ron tells her dad about Kaito fourteen twelve, saying that he's an infamous thief that steals art and gems worldwide. The number comes from what the FBI, CIA, or Interpol gave him. Who knows? All of them. Conan doesn't buy the story, and he says that he has another nickname in Japan, and he just starts tuning out. He says, this is stupid. 
Thieves are boring. Respect. <laughs> I'm only into murders. Yeah, a little fucked up, Conan. Maybe. Yeah, he's like, oh, nope, somebody stole somebody's purse. Whatever. Murder, though. I'll have yeah, like all he's walking past that. all of these robberies, and he could be helping, but he's just <laughs> choosing not to because it's like, ah, oh, not interesting enough for me. He's a monster. Ron then says that she has a copy of a coded note that the thief sent Sonica's family, and that finally catches Conan's attention. It reads, April Fool, when the moon divides two people. Wait, what's funny about that? She's saying April Fool, but not like April Fool's. April Fool's? Like, <laughs> like, like he's addressing somebody, like, you April Fool. Yeah. You April Fool. Dear April, you fool. <laughs> You idiot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's start Metal like, Gear Solid V, not five. Just shut up. <laughs> oh. Alright, let me let me try to read this again. <laughs> April Fool. When the moon divides two people under the name of Black Star, pushed by the waves, I will arrive. Signed Kato. The rest is torn off as Sonica's dad got mad and tore it up when he got it. Kegger says April Fool must refer to April 1st, and then Conan starts to study the note. Fuck, he is a detective. Where he actually does care. (laughs) We then see a massive police force at the museum, and Conan has been unable to decipher the note. Sonico's dad thanks Kogoro for honoring his daughter's request and says that a famous detective like yourself could take on a hundred enemies. Boy, would he be disappointed. We then see the pearl, which the grandfather of the family acquired, and is seen as their good luck charm. Kyle, are you interested in this grandfather? Am I interested in the grandfather? Yeah, do you want to meet the Sonica family grandfather at some point? Nah, he he's probably some rich capitalist pig. Well, let me tell you, he is, and you will get to you will get to meet him. A lot. Oh, so so bad news all around. <laughs> <laughs> he has a dog though. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, cool. Alright, I'm here for the dog. He rides a motorcycle with one of those things attached, and the dog rides in the, the little... A little uh, sidecar? Yeah, sidecar. Yeah, yeah. Side yeah. Are they like a duo? Like a dynamic duo? Pretty much. Yeah. A, a crime-fighting yeah. duo? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, I'm all I, on board now. Okay. Uh, I literally <laughs> uh, just read in the manga on my catch-up of all the English ones. Um, a really funny story. I don't want to say anything about it, but it it does involve him and the dog. It's probably the best one of that of that like uh, saga between him and Kaido Kid. It's so funny. Uh, yeah, they're they're great. Does the dog murder someone? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's John Part Doe. Part Second. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. He explains that the police are enforcing security now a day early because they couldn't decipher the note. We then hear a policeman, whose name is Chaki Shintaru, screaming about the nearby river, saying that's where Kaito 1412 will arrive. He says that pushed by the waves means that he'll drift down the river. Kogoro laughs and says that the superintendent is naive, as he's actually referring to Yoko Kino, who will be performing at Baker City Hall tomorrow. He says that her performance ends with Moon Lady, and that he'll arrive at around 9pm when the concert ends. Conan is just thinking the whole time, boy, this is such rubbish. But all the adults are impressed with Kogoro's deduction. That's ridiculous. 
They're all just like, yes, no wonder you're a famous detective. (laughs) (laughs) Shintaru then asks about the police officer that transferred onto the team last month and learns that he and his subordinates went somewhere earlier this morning. They didn't take a lunch break. Sonica mentions something about eating, and that's when Conan runs through the window for some reason. Eating. Yeah, I don't. I did not understand the connection of like her terms, and then he's like, "I gotta run to the thing, uh, to the window." Man, I'm hungry. Jumps out the window. Was it because it's lunchtime? I think. I think she does. She says something about lunchtime, and then yeah. that oh, reminds me. Where's my Lunchables? <laughs> Ron finds this curious, and then he explains that he's trying to figure out what direction it is by using his watch. And uh, the explanation wound up being too complicated for an idiot like me. So if, if any of you guys understood it, feel free to recap. I did not understand how he was figuring out the directions by the, I guess, just where the sun was. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I you didn't don't feel remember like you exactly anything? what was said. I don't remember exactly what was said, but pretty much it was something with the sun is that way and going that way. So if you line up with the your hour hand and whatnot, you can figure out some some kind of direction. That's all I remember, but I don't remember exactly how it works. (laughs) Yeah, like I I can understand moss growing on you know the side of the tree, but this was a little bit too much for me. What I loved about it was that it was like the third interpretation of Kaido Kid's message, and it was equally bizarre. Like the first one was the river, then it was Yoko Okino's concert, and now we're talking about like satellite dishes and the sun and stuff. So it's like, okay, as if Conan's was the only valid one. Yeah, Conan figures out the note, and then we move on later to that night as Conan sneaks out of the house while Ron is sleeping, and then he calls Doctor. Dr. Agasa, and he tells him to look up information on Kaito 1412. He says that he's going to meet him now, and that he wants some background information. He didn't tell the police, as he wants to meet him in person, as he's intrigued by him announcing his plans in advance. He says he's like a retro thief. Conan then explains what this letter meant, and this is just as convoluted as, like, Yoko Okino. Um, He says that the moon divides two people means a satellite and the sun and how the eclipse happens when the moon gets between them. As a result, he'll be arriving between 1230 and 430 a.m. while the satellite TV channel is down. The Black Star's initials are also BS and the waves refer to the electronic waves sent by the satellite. Conan then goes to a nearby hotel and we see an inspector telling him, but he tells his subordinate not to care as he's not the target, and even he can't disguise him out. God, who wrote Gotham? <laughs> There's only one person, man. People. God Kaido damn, Kid. Kyle. Kaido you're, Kid. You're distra- he's at it again. <laughs> you're just, like Kanye, you're distracting me from my creative process. <laughs> Conan goes into a nearby hotel, and we see an inspector telling him, but he tells his subordinate not to care as he's not the target, and even he can't disguise himself as a kid. Conan goes to the rooftop, and then he gets a phone call from Agasa. He says that he first appeared 18 years ago in Paris, but suddenly disappeared a decade ago. Eight years later, he resurfaced in Japan, and Conan remarks that he must be pretty old, and Agasa explains that his his father, Booker, no, not Booker, Yusaku, 
I was confusing the English and Japanese names. Uh, Isaka Kuda read fourteen twelve as kid, the English letters K I D, and thus he calls him the Kaito Kid. That's exactly when the thief appears behind Conan. What a he just floats down behind him. It's like magic. did your heart did your heart jump a beat, Colleen, when you saw him float down? Oh, for sure. This is like the best entrance ever, and the music gets all like he has this kind of rock theme going on, so it was very. Uh, powerful at that moment and you know you just know that this is a great character being introduced Kyle this was your first time ever seeing Kaito Kid beyond our Twitter avatar what do you think little gay nothing wrong with that of course but no I uh, I thought it was super cool uh, they really built up the anticipation it uh it's interesting since Kaido Kid's obviously from like a different thing altogether that Oyama also does, right? So like, I feel like uh, they're setting this up with the anticipation that like we know who he is to some extent. So watching this without having any knowledge, I thought uh, I wasn't prepared for what they wanted me to feel, but definitely it had a big impact. Yeah, did any of you guys read Magic Kaito or know of Magic Kaito before learning about kid through conan because i definitely learned about him through conan first yeah same same i really wanted to actually since then go back and read the original stuff but i just never got around to it it's really too bad too because magic kaido came out first right and apparently it wasn't much of a hit so gosho yama kind of just put it off to the side and started working on conan yeah and they also have more magic, ele- like supernatural elements in that world compared to like Conan. So it's like slightly different between the two volumes. So we get like a slightly different version of Kaido here. But then but, uh, it still works well. And then they introduce Conan into the that series as well. Yeah, the new series, it- though, was less that, though. It was more of what you see here of him just stealing jewels and kind yeah. of like the thin is the he a bad way, guy like... no um, he's like a hero well he's stealing You'll jewels learn about for a specific reason. reason yeah it doesn't like i don't think we go into it in detective conan correct me if I'm uh, wrong, is he like robin hood so should we just go over it now because i don't know when they do in this in detective conan it'll be a hot you know by the time we see kaido again he'll probably forget so <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to find a jewel that like glows in the moonlight for a reason he's looking for a specific jewel that's related to his dad or his dad like the original kaido or his grandpa the original kaido kid because of something with being murdered with him and all sorts of things like that and like this other organization not the black organization okay so it's like a personal revenge or a thing Sort of, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's trying to find okay. this that... one specific jewel that's like the best jewel ever. So wait, so why is he stealing all of these other jewels? Like he doesn't because he doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know the specific jewel. Yeah. And once he sees it and like gets a hold of it, he's like, "Yeah, this is definitely not it." Because like, yeah, you'll so be... he, he just returns everything he steals. So pretty what much, a goober. Yeah, it's not it. What a goober! How does he <laughs> have like a, a reputation? Because he does all these amazing, so he'll like stylishly steal my shit and then send it back. I'm so confused. 
This so dude why it makes Hoover. more sense when we get to yeah, it. Yeah, so spoilers. That's and why we'll at the end he returns it. He went from like being a 9 out of 10 to like a 5. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright, sorry. Keep, let's keep going. <laughs> you just want him to be a criminal? No, I it? just, I don't understand. Why is he stealing all this useless junk and like figuring out he, after he's the fact trying, and, like, he's trying to rescue his back to dad. the original owners? This is silly. No, it's because... <laughs> What, what, you think they're just going to let him borrow it so he can check to see if it shines? <laughs> no, just like, do your research. What's the jewel? Figure that out first, no, baby. Don't steal, like, the whole the thing. country's <laughs> jewel catalog. But that's the thing. He literally does not know. Like, this, well, this wait, other what is their Figure research. it out. Like, why, why is he doing this? Nobody's taking all these jewels and holding them up to this the This is a moon. bad premise for okay. a manga. I'm just saying. I, this is probably Kyle, why it wasn't successful at first. Kyle, <laughs> I want to tell you something. Why is no one bringing up? I, I know they make a meta joke this about is, it in the anime, but like no one's this, talking about how Oyama is just drawing two identical main characters. I, that's what I was just about to say. You're saying about this Kaido Kid storyline being so crazy in this other organization and not knowing anything. We've been going on for over a thousand chapters on this freaking show, and we still have hey, they, know they, nothing they about the black the organization. Well. They established it and like, okay, I'm on board. I'm not on but board for Kaido Kid. But you know nothing about the black organization a thousand chapters in, besides... Yeah, but he's not numbers. trying to get, like, revenge on something that doesn't make any sense. Like, he's not... Like, but he technically I is. I don't understand. But he's Why doesn't he just is. go and investigate what the freaking jewel looks like? Instead but of stealing exactly every detect- jewel. He has to steal every jewel. That's like, a, that's like trying to figure detective. out someone's pin code, and so they go, like, one, 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 one. Because this one, other one, one, two. <laughs> Because this one, 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 like, it eventually the works. The other organization God. that he is going after with this fool is exactly like the black organization. They'll kill him. You can't convince me at this point. <laughs> oh. You'll understand once we get to it. We just ruined Kyle's image of Kaido Kid. Great. No. He'll, he'll come back around. <laughs> you know what? Great. If it was the detective boys stealing stuff and stealing jewels and returning them, it'd be okay. All right, let's That's move right, on. it would be. Because the detective boys are good boys. Yes, but they'd still be stealing. <laughs> Kaido Kid is a gentleman thief. Exactly. Yeah, he is. Seems like a is that what you like, Colin? You like that he's a gentleman and not a bad boy thief? <laughs> <laughs> he could be a bad boy too. I wouldn't mind. Oh, okay. Wow. So, Kenan hangs up the call and remarks that Kaido Kid's outfit is a little gay. Now he says tasteless. <laughs> 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 and he re- <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> and that he's quite young, not even in his 20s. <laughs> you like that one, Kyle? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he then lights a firework that he had prepared, and the police notice the flash and sound. They go to investigate, and Kaito Kid remarks that Conan isn't an ordinary brat. So Conan introduces himself as a maitante, a detective. He then tries to use his tranquilizer dart, but Kaito doesn't run off like he suspected. Instead, Kid mimics Chalky and says that Kid has been spotted on the rooftop of, Hi- of the Haido City Hotel and tells all of the police to converge on the area. Conan's confused by this, as he's just sending everybody to him, and a helicopter spots Kid and he then mimics another cop, Nakamori, who we saw in the car earlier, 
and he tells all men in the building to converge on the rooftop. Kid asks the little detective if he's satisfied, and that's when Nakamori gets to the roof, and he says that he deciphered the message and had been waiting for him, and that he has nowhere to run. Kid says it was a practice drill, and that he has no intention of stealing the gym. April Fool. Kid then drops a flash bomb and tells Kenan that a thief is a creative artist who takes his prey in style, but a detective is nothing more than a critic who follows our footsteps. He then disappears out of sight. What a cool entrance. That part was cool. What do you what do you think about his philosophy behind uh like thieves and detectives? Do you feel like he has a, a greater artistry than Shinichi? I thought that was like a, a brutal own whenever he called him a, a critic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like as a critic myself, I was like, damn, he's so right. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, there's no value to this. You fucking suck. Oh god. Colleen, where what'd you think about this whole introduction scene? Did it feel like you were falling in love for the first time all over again? <laughs> all over again? Yeah, sure. Um yeah, well, the bit about the thieves versus detectives, I thought it was a really cool perspective because the entire time, you know, we're around all these detectives and they're kind of like the heroes of the show and especially Conan, he's kind of the smart one and you kind of, um, you're really impressed with all that he does. And then out of nowhere, you've got this thief who kind of one-upped him with his magic tricks and then all of a sudden you're like oh am i supposed to be rooting for the thief now so it's kind of a really cool dynamic that's being introduced here justin who are you rooting for kaido ked always all right gotta steal those jewels man <laughs> that, that was easy I, yeah i don't know why i think anybody else but, okay. and you all suck <laughs> I feel like there's a divide right now. It's just like Team look Kaido at, Kid and then Kyle. Kyle defending the cop. He's basically whoa a pig. Whoa, hold no, on. What now. a narc. Conan's not a cop. He's aiding the police. He's benefiting from their incompetence. Let's be clear. He's getting his bread. He's a narc. He's a narc. <laughs> yeah, you know what they say. St- uh, snitches get stitches. The way I see it, he's just capitalizing off of a system that's ruining all of us. Kenan's shocked at uh, Kaido Kid escaping so quickly, and a note then drops to the roof. It says that on April 19th, aboard the Queen's Elizabeth, which embarks from Yokohama, Yokohama Harbor, I will arrive to steal the real Black Star, signed Kaido Kid. Story then skips to the date, and we learn that the party features multi-billionaires from around the world. They say it takes about three hours to go from harbor to harbor, so it'll be a floating prison for Kid if he managed to get in. I don't know about you guys, but in that time frame, like from April 1st to April 19th, I was just thinking, I guess Conan's been like solving cases every day until he beats Kaido Kid again, because that's kind of his track record, right? He has, like, he has to solve a case a day, basically, to make um, c- catch up with the show. <laughs> yeah so i'm sure he was busy we'll get a bunch of uh all the next cases are actually flashbacks <laughs> during that 14 day span maybe on board the ship the suzuki family is celebrating their 60th anniversary we then meet sonica's mother tomoko who informs everybody to open the small box they were given 
It's a challenge to the thief as everyone has a black star replica with only one being the real deal. She tells everyone to wear theirs to show kid. Sonico then remarks that she can't find her sister and so she calls her and that's when we find out that she's still at home. She says that the superintendent called and informed her dad that it'd be delayed by two hours. Kenan then finds a costume of Sonico's dad in the bathroom that Kid was using earlier to give a speech. Sonico is informed by Conan about Kid being on the ship, and Kegura says that Ron was searching for Conan and isn't with them anymore. Hmm, suspicious. Nakamori then yells at Kegura for calling Kid 1412 instead of Kid. And then Sonico's mom explains that he's been hired to help protect the Black Star as well. Kegaro asks where her real copy of the Black Star is, and she explains that there are differences, as hers is too dull and his is too shiny. She then gives them a hint. Sixty years ago, my grandfather became mesmerized by a peacock green sheen that the Black Star has. I've left it in the care of the one most appropriate. Hmm. So I really like this next part. It's kind of a little blast from the past from a bunch of cases we've seen. We get to see Hatamoto Joji, the French chef that we saw way back in episode 22 and 23, which was the luxury liner serial murder case. Do you remember that one? Kyle, I think that was the one where the dude wanted to, like, sex his cousin. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was drawing pictures of him. Remember that nerd oh, was, like, obsessed yeah, with his cousin? Yeah, yeah. He was, like, a weird freak. Like, yeah, so he killed his, like, grandfather. Cause yeah. He, didn't he wasn't into his family having incest i didn't catch the cameo though i didn't realize these were all people that we've seen uh he thanks kogoro for his assistance in the past and says that he planned tonight's dinner we then see mifune takuya who we met in episode 39 and 40 which is the wealthy daughter murder case that was that really rich snob woman that gets killed which was just a delightful case So, Mifune butts in, and Juji asks where his uh, jewel is, and Mifune says that he's not fond of games like this, and then he reluctantly puts it on while using a cloth to do so, and Conan takes note of this. We then see Sonico's sister's boyfriend, Yuzo Tamizawa, who we just saw a couple episodes, so it's not much of a callback here, and Conan remarks that only at a Suzuki party would you see so many CEOs and their rich sons loitering around. So, obviously, Kyle did not put any of this together. <laughs> Listen, everyone in this show looks the same. <laughs> it's not in, my Yeah, in your there. defense, Kyle, yeah. I'll yes. give you that. Definitely. Uh, Colleen, did you catch all the the one-off of like, them coming back? Uh, all of them except the French chef. I don't remember him too much, but uh, yeah, definitely Mifune, because he has quite a... Actually, this goes against what Kyle just said. I, he has a unique character design, I would say, so I remembered him. And then Yuzo, yeah, like he was one of the triplets, so he he was easy to remember. I feel betrayed. Sorry, Justin. I know you're an <laughs> expert of the manga, so I'm sure you spotted all these. Uh, just like uh, Colleen, I did not remember the French chef. I I remember the I remembered the others, but I was just like, huh? Who? Okay. So I'm the only one that like caught that on first glance. I was like, oh, I remember him. Japanese Gordon Ramsay. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not Jean Renault, so you probably liked him, right, Tyler? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Also, it's a guy, so... <laughs> He's not a chef. <laughs> He's an actor. They're, <laughs> They're both 
French. This is ridiculous. Well, he's not French, but he's a French. And they're both. He's not French. He's just a French. Chef. And they're both guys, so clearly he remembers them. That's right. Kagura says that Ron is taking a long time, and Sonica says that she is direction impaired and probably got lost. That's when Ron rejoins the party. The police then warn everybody that kids aboard the ship, and that he can completely change his voice and personality to match who he is disguised as. They tell everybody to use secret passwords to identify themselves. Conan and Ron decide to use Holmes and Lupin, uh, respectively. Hmm. I liked I liked how obvious this is in retrospect. Yeah, yeah, no it's, kidding. It's, you know when he changed, which is nice because in later ones, it's not very simple to know, uh, but to help you out at least a little bit. The lights then go dark, and we see Kaido Kid appear. He says that passwords are useless and that he already has the Black Star. Sonica's mother then pulls out a gun like she's strapped and shoots him dead. That was badass. JK. It's just a prank as the guards actually caught him with a tablecloth and the gun is a fake. Playing kid is actually a magician named Sonata Kazumi. And he then proceeds to put on a magic show for the audience. However, Conan senses that kid really is among them, but he's not sure who it is. What do you think of this like gun toting scene with Sonica's mom, man? I was very confused. <laughs> she was so extra about it. Like, why was that even there? To put on a show for her famous guests. If that were a real gun, she would have been the murderer. Just saying, another woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so confused. Yeah, that's why it was believable as like to the audience. What if that was it too? Kato Kid got murdered. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Then we wouldn't see like half a dozen cool tricks that are yet to come. I'd be fine with it. Aww. There's no cooler trick than just whipping out a gun and going, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I have a question for you all. Go on. While y'all have been talking, <laughs> I've been doing that Akinator quiz thing. What? What's that? It's the genie that tries to guess what character you're thinking of. Okay. And uh, so I was thinking of Kaido Kid. Do you want to know if he got him or not? And how many tri- tries? Did he get yeah, him? Yeah, go for he it. He got him. Yes. What? Uh, how many tries? Uh, 45. <laughs> is is okay. that good? I don't know. Um, I think that's bad. Oh, it's like um, 20 questions, right? You're supposed to get in 20. See if Akinator can uh, figure out that, um, like Tyler, can figure out who Hatsumo Joji is. <laughs> it definitely would have figured that out if uh, Akinita yeah, can I'm figure it out then, then we all should feel bad that Tyler was the only one that was able to figure it out <laughs> that would be very funny <laughs> yeah but Tyler knows stuff too thank you Colleen I may be sexist but I also am smart right are you I guess not <laughs> <laughs> I guess not I thought there was going to be more support there for you. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, you started off this whole podcast with being sexist, so I just assume that you know everything about guys, but not girls. So you're half smart, I guess. Oh, why do you think I hate women? It's because I know everything about them. How many holes? And this is when Colleen leaves the show forever. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> she just leaves the call. <laughs> oh god. I'm sorry, y'all. Is the belly back. button hole? Oh, you're actually gonna ask the or answer the question. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Alright, Mifune takes part in the magic trick and reshuffles the deck of cards along with Yuzu, who winds up dropping the cards on the floor. Conan then asks Kogoro for the guest list, and Ron and Sonico wind up taking a card from the magician. He says that he's read their mind and that it'll be the Ace of Hearts, and he does this corny trick where a bird appears, and apparently the bird is some pun for hearts or something. I don't know. However, the card she picks is actually a message from Kid. It reads, Just as Caesar was infatuated with Cleopatra, I am already by your side. How excited would you be, Colleen, if you got that note? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd faint. Swoon! <laughs> like, Kaido Kid can blink, and or not blink, wink, and I'd we get pregnant. He's like, that's <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn. We've already talked about this before. How we don't think like Canada has like very good like sex education because Colleen does not understand like how babies come from. And I think this is just further proof. Winking. That does it. See, I don't that's... know if it's all of Canada or it's just me. Like I have very particular <laughs> tastes. I mean, he is a magician, so he probably could do that. I don't think, like, thinking winking makes you pregnant is, like, a taste thing. I think that's just, like, a lack of education thing. Uh, He's a magician, dude. He could probably do that. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. That's a good point. You're welcome. That's a good point. So he distracts somebody while winking, and that's when he rapes. Whoa, okay. All right, this is going down another alleyway. Wow. Uh, you do know about the sleight of hand stuff, right, of magicians, not... What are just... we talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, with me it's consensual, okay? Like, don't worry about that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Who's hotter, Shinichi or Kaido Kid? Oh, I was afraid you were going to ask me that question. Oh no. Damn. <gasps> I, I was about to say, I'll help you out, Colleen. Kaido Kid. <laughs> Is that true? Okay, here's the thing. Because I have not... <laughs> I haven't seen Magic Kaido, and Kaido Kid only has a few appearances in Detective Conan. I'm going to give it to Shinichi for now, but Kaido Kid is, you know... Like, they're neck and neck. They're very close. Well, let's be what real, if they though. were neck and... Like, we've only seen adult Shinichi how many times? Um, Like, I guess two or three times? I'm not sure, but he's always... He, then you see him like in the background of for things or like in flashbacks. It's true. Oh, like you see a projection of his of his adult <laughs> <Yeah>. soul. <laughs> That's right. Oh, <laughs> over Conan. She's more him. into his. Yeah, she's more into Ghost Shinichi. Ghost Shinichi. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'll take it. The police tell everybody to confirm their secret passwords, and Conan says that he's trying to cause unrest so that he can steal the jewel. Sonic's mom says that even if he steals it, he won't be able to escape this flooding prison as police are surrounding it. We then learn that there are less than 30 minutes until the ships arrive. That's when Sonico asks Ron where her black pearl is, and we see it rolling down the ship, and she asks somebody to pick it up. However, it then explodes and starts to emit a gas, 
a bunch of other pearls start to explode and people start throwing their pearls away. Sonica's mom is then knocked down by people running forward and Sonica mentions that her jewel is gone. She yells and says that kid has stolen the black star as she was wearing it herself. This is like the most rich person shit to be like, oh, I've given it to I've, it's, the it's most appropriate person. <laughs> yeah, only the most appropriate person has it, which is, of course, me. <laughs> I found it funny. She is SMRT smart. Bunch of people storm the door and run to an exit. And Conan grabs Ron to follow them and says that he's figured out who Kaido Kid is. They then go into the engine room and Conan starts playing with a soccer ball. What a weirdo. He then asks Ron if she knows anything about gym language, saying that the words for Pearl are moon and lady, that only Tomoko Suzuki has those characters in her name and is also a woman. So it was obvious that she was wearing the gym. He says that Kid's message was glued to Ron's card, and she guesses that Sonata is actually Kid, the magician. However, Conan says that he never went near Sonico's mom, and that there's one other person that could have switched the cards while pretending to draw it from the deck. It was Ron, or should I say, Kaido Kid. <gasps> Kaido Kid wound up pretending he was your waifu, Kyle. You fucking got me. Yeah, imagine the shame. If you were like, man, Ron's looking hot in that dress. Let me uh, <laughs> just fantasize a bit. And then it wound up being Kaido Kid. You know, it'd be cool. You know, I'd real I'd realize something about myself. You know, that'd I be mean, we got to fantasize about something better a little bit sooner once Kaido Kid says that something. True. Wait, what? That, you don't remember? You know I know it. I know it. Yes, that it movie. happens in one of the movies. Yes, I love that. Oh my gosh! What no, are we I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> I'm literally talking about what is going to happen. Y'all making it in a sound like seconds. porn is about to happen. Yeah, I've no. Yeah, they, they fuck. That's that's a movie too. Yeah. So everybody cool. fucks. Cool, dude. No, I'm literally talking about what's going to happen in like two paragraphs of what you're going to say. I'm still confused. Oh my god! About Ron not having any clothing. Yes. Like Jesus Christ! Have you watched the episode, guys? Gotta start over. Sorry, everybody. You gotta scrap this whole episode. They didn't actually watch it. Okay. Do you let know me, how long it took us to do the countdown? Alright, uh, yeah. <laughs> 60 seconds, because Kyle decided to count from 60. 100. 99. 98. <laughs> don't, don't even start. Not funny. Conan explains that he... Oh, sorry. Kaido Kid explains that he became Ron when she left to search for Conan. He didn't even notice... Uh, sorry, fuck. Kenan didn't even notice the change, and Kid stole the gym while pretending to help Sonica's mom up. To pull off a stunt, he had to know that Sonica's mom was mass-producing fake pearls, and that Kaido Kid knew that she had it as soon as she used the gloved hand to take it out of the box. You see, pearls are vulnerable to acid, and the oil from a person's fingertips would make it lose its luster. She wouldn't have given a random person such a valuable pearl, and Conan says that the lifespan of a pearl sheen is just about 10 years, so it's supposed to be dull if it's 60 years old. So that's why hers didn't have a luster to it. Uh, Kaido Kid then says that it seems shiny at the museum, and that's why he didn't take it, as he knew it was a fake there. Kaido Kid is Ron, then offers to call the police if he suspects her so much, and that's when Conan kicks his soccer ball to disable the phone. 
He says that he won't be tricked the same way twice as he had pretended to fly away only to blend himself in the crowd as a police officer. I have prepared this trap to honor the artistic criminal that has outsmarted the police. Oh, right. Most artists aren't famous until they're dead. I'll make you great with taking you to a cemetery called prison. Conan's such a dork. Like, he thought that he was, like, so cool saying that, but he wasn't cool. Yeah, not his best moment. Maybe maybe it's different in Japanese, you know? Maybe it's way cooler in person. He's probably still a dork. I think yeah. that's just part of Shinichi. Yeah, he's a detective, you know? In fucking high school, he is a dork. He'll, he'll never be cool like uh, Kaido Kid. <laughs> like Kuroba. Kaido Kuroba. Did you just dox Kaido Kid? Yeah, apparently. Damn. That's pretty rude, Damn. Colleen. What? I thought you were into him. Yeah. I was just saying <laughs> he just his real gave name. out his secret identity. Oh, yeah. Well, we're all allies except for Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's a traitor. Yeah. I didn't know Colleen was the ESA all, all of a sudden. <laughs> Kid says he'll give the pearl up and apologizes for ruining the party. Kato Kid then says that after borrowing the clothes, he left Ron sleeping in a lifeboat and that he took her bra as he's a perfectionist when it comes to disguises. Woo! Man, it's not amazing how I read that in a single take. Weird. Incredible. Good job. You're the best. He then uses a flash bomb and disappears. Conan pauses to gather Ron's clothes and then chases after him. The police then find Ron and Conan tells them not to take her out yet. Except they pull her up and she's fully clothed. There's a note on her dress that says, A few days ago you left in my care this bright red dress. I really think it suits you. Sometimes a dry cleaner. Kaido Kid. <laughs> Conan then smiles at being tricked, and they later find a glider that Kid had prepared on the ship, but he had already disappeared without a trace without using it. So the thing about the clothing, Kyle, because you're confused, mm-hmm. he told Conan that he had stolen all of her clothing, including her underwear, mm-hmm. but that was a bluff by him to distract Conan so he could get away. Oh. Because he was about to freaking just kick his... Face in with the freaking soccer ball. Okay. Thank you for <laughs> slowing the pace down for dumbass Kyle over here. I'm on board. All right. I'm with y'all. We got you. After the ending song, Conan gets a newspaper article written about him and how he defended the Black Star all by himself. Sonic is jealous that Ron and Conan both got to meet Kaido Kid, and she asked Ron what he looked like. She said that she passed out before she saw him, and Conan said that he's really young. We then see a boy that looks like Shinichi sneezing as a girl chastises him for falling into the sea while touring the Queen's Elizabeth. He tells her to shut up, and then in his mind he reveals that Conan gave him no choice but to swim away. (laughs) But out loud, it was only shut up. No, he said it in his head. That's what he said. No, he said shut up. I thought he said shut up. He said... He says shut up, but then he says in his head that... <laughs> no, just he, leave it. The rest is in his yeah. head. Just yeah. Le- yeah. yeah. He tells her to shut up. So yeah. he only says out loud, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking That's here. That's the proper response. <laughs> shut up. I mean, wouldn't you be annoyed if you had somebody chastising you for getting sick? Well, it's not, not your fucking yeah. worry to worry about me getting sick. Sorry. Jeez, get out of here. Yeah, shut up. I also love the, the pause Woman. in the conversation that allows him to think in his brain, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. This is good. Ron's happy to learn that it wasn't Shinichi that she saw earlier, so she's in a great mood now after they put that all together. That's sweet. So, Kyle, 
you finally got to meet Kaido Kid. Yeah. What did you think? Well, originally I thought he was a very cool guy, but uh, I then don't you know, learned he's an amazing like, guy. His just wait until you get the actual dope. backstory and not like a bad version from us idiots. All right, all right, I'll I'll hold off. But I mean, in this episode, he comes off uh very cool, very uh. I like that there's someone around who can really go toe to toe with Conan, who's maybe who could even beat him per se you know obviously that's not how it worked out here but uh i think for this episode i thought it was a little interesting i couldn't really tell if he was a good guy or a bad guy because it seemed as though you know he was just stealing from everyone they didn't really show what his motivation was so uh whenever this episode ended i had just assumed oh maybe he's like an anti-hero or something but uh yeah the rest of it i think is cool he's uh just like shinichi (laughs) i feel just maybe like a little more mean yeah, his like him and Conan, they go up against each other a lot in the series. You know, they're on opposite sides of the law, um, but they have like kind of a friendly rivalry. You know, I don't think Conan, like later on, I don't think Conan's actually trying to lock him up, even if he's trying to stop him. Mm, yeah. But they, they have a fun relationship. Uh, we'll next see Kaido Kid on episode 132, so we're about... We've got a while until we see Literally, him, but, uh, however many episodes we watched, that many episodes again. Yeah. Basically. Um, but it's in a three-parter, Kyle. Ooh. Ooh, is it the one I Crunchy think it is? a movie. It's the Magic Lover's Murder Case. Oh, yeah. Not Magic Lover's. Yep. The Kaido Kid episodes are weird like that. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but... For you guys who've seen it, like, Kaido Kid, is it really, like, his episode? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it depends on the episode, because uh, sometimes you don't even know if he's there for the case. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't want to say too much, but basically, yeah, that's it. And then later on, at episode 219, we have a two-hour special, which is the gathering of the detectives. That's the one. Shinichi Kudo versus Kaido Kid. That one is... Amazing. That's practically a movie, Kyle. Practically, yeah, two hours. And we get Why a bit of make it Kaido's, a Kaido's perspective in that one. Yes. Jeez, yes. So we got we got more more and more Kaido kid in the future. Much more. Uh, Colleen, what do you think of this episode? Were you? I'm sure you were enamored with your boy, but uh, taking a critical lens to it, how'd you feel? Okay, so looking at it critically, again, I'm totally biased because I love Kaido Kid, but um, I don't know if it's one of the more impressive of his uh, heists. Because there are other ones where the tricks that he performs are just out of this world, and everyone's just like, how does he do that? And then this one was a little bit on the tamer side, but I still think that it was a nice entry point for him. Uh, I I really like how fun he is like he's you know a thief but there are also times where he's just like this goofy guy and like even when conan kicks the soccer ball at him his eyes like go wide so you kind of he's very cartoony in that respect but what i yeah yeah what i especially like about him though is um out of all of conan's opponents or rivals taking the black organization out of it of course Kaido Kid's like the only one whose wit matches with Conan. So much so that I feel like Gosho Oyama basically calls it a draw every time they meet. Like Conan's the only one 
who's gotten close to catching Kid, figure out, figuring out his riddles, yet Conan can never catch Kid because that would sort of like diminish Kid's abilities. Yeah, yeah, they're perfect foils for each other. And uh, I agree, I thought this was a really good introduction case. Um, and Kaido Kid remains like a really special character where every time he pops up every, you know, like 100 episodes or so, it's really exciting to see, and we'll we'll get plenty more of them. Although I I like that they keep his appearances so sparse, and you know it, it makes him seem more like a special character, and you really look forward to those episodes as a result. But he appears in a lot of movies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Is there art of Shinichi and Kaido Kid kissing? Yeah, most definitely. definitely. Sweet. Um, beyond that strange question, <laughs> Justin, what do you think of this episode? <laughs> um, I agree with Colleen. Um, it's it's the great introduction to Kaido Kid and what you're gonna see from him from here on. Um, especially because you get the more funny parts with him uh, in later episodes with him, like way more often, and kind of get like a better idea of how he is. Um, uh, and more of the tricks he does um whereas this was like this is the things he do he does and because it's the introduction with him and the conan uh people well of course we're gonna mix him with ron um to get that out of the way like that disguise um so that you know he does that um things like that to get kind of the easy cases out of the way where the other ones are a little bit more complicated on the him stealing this specific jewel, uh, which is why I was thinking of that third one um, that's coming up. Um, it's totally complicated on the jewel he's stealing in like a totally different way um, than him just, oh, I'm going to steal this jewel. Um, and that's what makes his episode so interesting is what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. So we then get a preview for the next episode and the next Conan's hint winds up being great detective of the West. And then we get this completely baffling like sentence here where a voice says next episode is October 20th. Look forward to Fukun, Ryokun and Hatsuki Chan. Who in the hell are these people? Probably voice actors. I'm assuming. What the fuck is Fu? Maybe they're like the Japanese huh? Earth, Wind, and Fire. I looked at like the character names for the, like the people that appear in the next episode. I'm not saying anything. That's like what that. I was just looking I'm guessing at. it's some joke. But I, that's why I'm wondering if like it is just like that one episode where they're like, oh, what was it? Oh, what did they say? And we were like really confused. Um, oh, the most famous episode. Yeah, like that. Like that was because it was. Our most popular episode yet. Yeah, so, like, I wonder if these people are, like I said, voice actors for some of these characters, or, like, like special guest people for, like, the one-off people that are in the episode. Yeah, it could be something like that. And they're, like, super popular say... actors or something. No, Colleen, you cannot say anything. <laughs> this is a this is a man's podcast, and uh, your time to talk is up. No, no, go on, please. Well, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Kyle! When did you finally show up? Wow, Kyle, you sound so much more manly. Than Tricked you. I'm a lady. Psych. 
Oh. <laughs> Good luck with that. I knew but... Colleen didn't actually like Kaido Kid. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I, I've been lying this entire time, actually. Um, no. Damn. So I just wanted to, because we were talking about oh, possible new characters. I know Kaido Kid was kind of in the limelight for this one, but I did want to give an honorable mention to the other characters that were introduced that are part of like Kaido Kid's universe like the the police detectives and although we didn't hear her name like his love interest was in this too so it's kind of neat how that world merged into the detective conan world because um as we saw with the like end for the previous episode neither megure or any of his officers were in this as the investigators or the inspectors rather so we had to get introduced to a whole other squad basically the ones that uh, always go after kaido kid yeah uh-huh. so there's a fun little ro- i'm not gonna get super into it but just so kyle has some background um the main detective that chases kid is that nakamori guy mm-hmm. that was in the episode and his daughter is the love interest the kaido yeah. kid yeah oh okay so it's kind of like you know how ron and Kagero and so it's the Kagero fucking same like Shinichi, yeah, and they look exactly alike. <laughs> I was about to say the girl looks like Ron. Shinichi looks, yeah, she looks exactly like Ron. What is going on? <laughs> he like Oyama for all of his like great storytelling is not very great at drawing like different looking characters. <laughs> That's a lot of the big manga though, because um, yeah. the Naruto guy. Let me tell you, his new manga. Jesus Christ, it's, like, exactly like seeing Naruto characters, but, like, space, like having a little bit of a futuristic-y aspect to it. It's like, yep, that's the uh, same artist. Uh, same with, Damn. like, the Bleach guy. It's like, oh my god. You can really tell. So, it also doesn't help oh me. God, been doing this for, uh, Aoyama's been doing this for freaking forever. Although it is nice yet? to see a version of Hinata with actual i like irises yeah that's true it's nice to see him you... with irises <laughs> <laughs> wait you you know what i'm actually talking about you did you re- are you who, reading it who, me yeah no, i'm not re- not yet uh, i have to get through shippuden first okay no but i've seen clips like i keep watching the clips of when uh, they went back in time and met up with all the younger naruto characters oh no i'm talking about his new manga he has a new manga you mean Boruto? Isn't the... No. That's no. done by somebody else, right? That's done by somebody else, yeah. Sorry. His new, okay. his, his new manga is called Samurai 8. Uh, and, yeah. Are there eight samurai? There are eight, eight samurai. Yeah, eight. Wow. Damn. What a hack. Iconic. And like the, Iconic yeah, hack. All the characters. And that's why I was like, I knew, I thought you were talking about a specific character, because on in that, her name's on. I think it's on. She kind of looks like a mixture of like Hinata and Sakura. It's like really weird. And it's just like, yep, this is the same art. So, anyways, continue. Oh, that's hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> and that'll do it for this episode. <laughs> we thank you all for listening. And uh, yeah, we get to I'm really excited for next week's episode because we get to see the one, the only, Hattori Haji back. And uh, I think he's going to be a little mad at Colleen for swooning so much over 
kid, he's going to try to win your heart back. Oh, he, he knows that he's third place of the Gosho boys. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Got him. Sorry. Now. Sorry, Hitori. Hate you. I mean, at least he's guy? not last no, just, place. That, like that other no, I guy. Just, I just relate to Hitori even more. Just oh. never first in anybody's heart. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll feature both parts of the distinguished family's consecutive accidental death case next week. What a title. You're first in my heart, Tyler. Bye. 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 (laughs) And remember, one truth always prevails.